moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. From the city of peace, Berlin, comes a beautiful woman to you with the voice of an angel. She touches you deeply and brings out your best so you can shine and do what you desire to do in this world. Hello everyone, I'm Mylene Elke, your host of the Moving to Oneness podcast. Yeah, and on my lap, I got a purring cat supporting the voice that my guest Selma Sona has as she tunes into you on a level that you have not experienced before. She brings wisdom of many cultures to you, but for sure the Korean and the German. An interesting mix, and we'll talk about the wisdom of many places on this earth. But first of all, let me uh, say hello to you, Selma Sona. Welcome, and thank you that you had time to come on to the show. Thank you, dear Marlene, for being your guest. Tears in my eyes. <laughs> and your beautiful intention for this show. Yeah, you know, we're two Germans now speaking, but I was thinking about it yesterday, everyone. Often I lie in bed. That's the time when I think, you know, we always think we have to sit down, to be present, to create, to dream, to create visions. Often you can lie on the couch, lie on the grass, lie on the sand, um, on your favorite uh, blanket and tune into yourself and get ideas. And for me, it's the bed. <laughs> I often, I even go 10 minutes to bed during the day if I just need to, in a way, reignite uh, myself. Lying down flat, you can do it also on the ground in the summer. I prefer the grass in the shade or in the sun. And uh, yeah, so I think rekindling or reigniting will be a topic today if this comes up now and that you can do it in your style. Yeah, we decided to have not any intention and be open to see what comes out of our conversation. But Selma, Sona, I think that's it, right? To use your style, your unique mix you're bringing together the Korean culture, you're bringing together the German culture, then you even live in Berlin, right? Is anyway a multicultural mix and is becoming more and more one of it 
because of the draw the city has as it's now expressing the peacefulness it desires for our globe and um, yeah share a little bit how it is being different but still pulling out your light how it is being different in the sense of being um korean german i don't feel different wonderful um i fear that other people would like to call me that i am different but being different is just a question of the perspective so a pineapple may be exotic in germany but not in thailand so in thailand i don't know maybe sauerkraut may be exotic but not pineapples mm -hmm. i still have to take away my ideas <laughs> so um being different when someone calls me different says nothing about me it says a lot about the person who regards me in that way and that is also fine but when I grew up I felt like an outsider and I was treated as an outsider because I was the Schillinse, the I don't know <laughs> oh, all this different many different names and they haven't been meant in a very <laughs> Uh, <laughs> lovely way and I felt like I don't belong to this society so I felt myself as an outsider making all these experiences to be excluded and parents not letting their kids play with me or being called names or whatever and then I found out that that offers me a lot of freedom so if I'm judged, whatever I do, this also offers me the freedom to do whatever I do. Because anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want and people can judge me and they will judge me. And for me, it was very clear that in that phase of my life, people wouldn't judge me in a very friendly way. <clears throat> but yes, because she's a foreigner. Oh, am I? <laughs> okay. I never felt as a foreigner. And uh, the question is, who am I? And who am I thinking that uh, <laughs> who I am? So, and uh, then um, this opened my path to be free of judgment. So this opened the process for me not to judge others, to see the other person as the person is, and not as my labels are. And of course, it's challenging. <laughs> and um, maybe it's a never ending process because we all have our concepts and our labels. And it also helps us to get through everyday life. And at the same time, I think this is how people can connect to me because what I very often hear is this is maybe the first time I feel I can be as I am. I can just enter this space where you acknowledge me, see me, listen to me as how I am. I don't have to tell lies. I don't have to wear a mask. I don't have to tell stories. You're the first one I um, have ever shared that with before. 
if it's tears, if it's pain, if it's hate, if it's sorrow, if it's being ashamed, if it's joyfulness, whatever. So people come to me and they just open up because they feel this is a space without judgment. They can show themselves as they are, not getting judged. Mm, I love that everyone hear that wherever you are in the world and you have thought you don't fit in. Uh, this is really uh, your strength. It is the being different giving you a lot of freedom. I love that, uh, Selma Sona. I have experienced that myself, these experiences you're talking about. Not that I look, uh, I'm a mixed culture. Yeah, I do have German and American, but even my American side is very German. Yeah, it comes from uh, a German uh, ancestry. But because I walk different, right? And uh, I was a little bit outsider or... Uh, people were maybe a little hesitant to include me or, as you said, judge me. But this interesting thing is it gave me the freedom to do what I want to do. Or are we already two beings that um, are doing what we want? Are we born this way? And you said very beautifully, no judgment of people come to you and can be themselves right away. So I sense that you don't even carry judgment and you as a young child already thought about the concept of judgment and how painful it can be and how untruthful it is. Yes. So I think I went through the same. And if there's any one of you listeners out there experiencing uh, that as well, you live maybe in a different country you are uh, different by uh, physical form, language, how you look. You look from, you're from another country, culture in another culture growing up, right? Because your parents are different. But that gives us a strength maybe uh, because of your talents. You have been in a way uh, labeled. Do dissolve that and Maybe that's why I came to that voice, Selma. So your voice dissolves this. You, we are speaking now in in English, but also in German as well. Your voice is so. It goes directly, deeply into the heart, and it resonates in my body, and I bet in everyone else's, a body, and calms down uh, the cells. So you'd carry this uh, probably also uh, as a child because you don't have any, and I'm going to use that word even hatred or this aggressiveness, maybe that's a better word, this aggressiveness toward people that do label or you different or because they don't understand each other or that you are multicultural but you're not aggressive about it. So what is that within you? Would you say why you're so lovable about this? And you love still because of that yourself and your surrounding people. One of the gifts I received on my path of 
being judged from the very first moment of my life uh, as I started into this life being judged of being only a girl (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I um, received the gift of unconditional self-love and um, some people say that hate is love for me it is not so uh, once in my life I had a very extreme relationship with someone who when I have quit uh, told me that he would hate me Mm -hmm. and I would say all his behavior has shown that very very clearly and I didn't hate back and I felt also pity for him because he thinks he can punish me, destroy me, whatever, uh, if he hates me. But this hate didn't touch me. It did nothing to me. And I told him, what are you doing is against yourself because you have the feeling of hate inside. When you hate me, I don't feel hate. You feel hate. I don't take this hate, but you have it inside. It's highly destructive for yourself. So my self-love is on a level that it's unconditional, that I won't feel hate. It's poison. Why should I feel hate? If I feel hate against whatever, another person or circumstance or whatever, I have the frequency of hate inside of me. So this is harming myself. Why should I do that? If I can love myself or if I can hate myself, then mm. the choice is clear. And so it's true. the choice we're doing, we're making. Mm, a beautiful example uh, or inspiration just to choose. All right. Um, again, here I would say I've experienced a lot of uh, uh, pain expression against me. Um, There's something within me too, where I still always see the good in a person or in an, and try to go there and connect to uh, that part. Not that I have um, not felt then the pain of what comes but still even in if it felt painful to me and maybe sometimes I would have screamed back or something too right it's just a a reaction but a second later um, connecting to that part and feeling that there is more and I'm also like you then this lovingness for the other person and it's funny, you, you think, why didn't you always see the positive? Many people got mad at me that I always see what it can be and never give up in pulling that out or in giving the time and being a patience enough. So what, what makes us do this? Is that our connection to our own source? Is this... Are we born this way? I think that uh, once we understand that we are not, um, that life doesn't just like happen to us and that we are not like 
in a mood of reacting or that we are not in a place of being a victim, but that we create our life. Mm -hmm. Our life that is full of joy and love and self-love as a life that is full of hate and aggression and frustration. We create that. So once we understand that it that life is nothing that just happens to us, but that we create it, we can come to the position of making a choice. Which thought do I want to think? Which emotion do I want to feel? Which place do I want to be? Um, where and how and with whom do I want to spend my lifetime? So then we start being aware of is this empowering me? Is this going doing good for me? Is this doing good for others? And I can also shout. It's not that I'm never shouting. I can shout and I allow myself all these emotions as well. I also do not judge this when I'm, for example, shouting. I'm I'm not judging myself. I understand, okay, I have been in an emotion that afterwards I wouldn't have chosen but there's a reason for it so this is um giving me the opportunity to connect with that and to transform it mm -hmm. yeah, beautiful to become aware of what is uh, not pushing but is m making us be this way Yeah, and it is important to really take the time to look and then transform and uh, learn out of uh, that uh, situation. So true. G give an example how someone maybe could transform that. Transform what? Like an emotion. What is a good... It's um, thinking about it and saying, I choose now to think different is sometimes difficult in a, a moment or afterwards. Can you give someone a hint, a little exercise to start practicing to choosing a different? Okay, for example, if I have an emotion of, let's say hate, as we have been talking about hate before, and I can get all this information, what hate does to me. It makes me breathe differently. My face is getting tight. I have all different kind of destructive emotion and I'm destroying things, connections, relationships and myself. So if I go to the end of my life, so it's living the life the other way around, not from here, like going from the presence to the future, but coming back from the future to the presence. And I can ask myself, how important would that be for me when I'm 100, 90, 80, 70, 60? So then why? Why should I feel this hate now? So, and then I can connect to my future. So how, if it comes to the end of my life, would I have wished to live my life? Because most of the people, they don't regret what they have lived and how they have lived but how they have not lived so then i can connect off if my time has come that my body will leave 
so what kind of life would I have loved to live and then start it right now and would that be a life of hate and then when my body has to go of regret oh why didn't I say I'm so sorry please forgive me I love you why didn't I say that so mm -hmm. let's not wait until our body has to leave and then it's really too late but connect to how do I wish how do I long that I have lived my life and then start from that <laughs> exit point of our life right now come back from our future starting to live the life we deserve right now and it's also for us it's also important to understand like forgiveness is an act of unconditional self-love it's not about it's also but not only about I love everyone, whether they're doing harm to others or not. So when you said that, I was asking myself, because for this question, I'm still um, in a process of reflection. For example, if someone is doing harm to another person, do you really love this person? I forgive the person for my own inner peace for my unconditional self-love, for my own inner standard. But this does not mean necessarily that I love the person. I can still see that this was destructive. Mm -hmm. But I won't let another person be that powerful to give another person the power over me. I like that point. Not to give the power away and uh, let someone else do it. And that can be in, in tiny things from a school teacher, a sibling, a parent, right? Maybe through judgment, coming back to judgment, what they say we can or cannot do, what we should do. <laughs> yeah, these are uh, little things going up in, into a, a bigger topic. Yeah, and to reflect, what am I not living? I like that you spoke about looking into the future, setting a vision. How do I want my life to be? And what am I not doing in this moment so it can be this way? Or what can be the first step now that I can start to walk this way? Um, It may be, do, does it start with different eating, uh, changing my energy level, doing a certain task, going for walk or going one evening into the city. Maybe you have noticed you haven't gone out in ages and you're, you're alone. So the first thing, just take the bus, for example, or take your car and go into a big city where you're immersed in others and let things happen, right? Uh, set the intention maybe that you'll meet an interesting person, have a conversation in a cafe. So to take the action to get up, to get dressed, to go out, to put a coat on, it's, you know, you don't have to change your dress or whatever, but to uh, go out and... Um, Open yourself up for newness. 
right? The simple way, what can you do in a new way? And it can start with a tiny, tiny uh, bit. Maybe you've thought um, you want more movement in your body again and you can, but you're stiff or you haven't done a lot of exercise. Just put on a beautiful song and dance in your style to it. And that's enough. And then you started the momentum. It's like starting and momentum out of a zero position and uh, doing something new so that vision can happen. And it will happen because Salma Sona, as you said, we are so powerful to dictate our life. And we have been trained by culture and society and uh, some religions. It's not all over the world, but in many places that we are individuals and we can't do anything. We have to wait for permission. We are being observed. We have to ask others, even light beings. Yeah, but you don't. You can just do what you think is important because you will begin remembering why you're here on this beautiful planet and what you are bringing um, right now. And if you can, that's too big to think what purpose you are in the moment. Start with what you want to experience or how you want to be to other people. There's one sentence I want to share. Um, every society or every community or every family or every relationship is having certain values and rules to that values. So, um, and it can be a question of negotiation but this sentence I want to share gives us the inner freedom to live our life and not the life of someone else. So to decode of what's not belonging to us, what's not our inner truth. So for the process of decoding, letting go of what is not our truth and recoding, filling up, connecting again with our inner truth, it really helps this one sentence really helps to remember and connect with the energy of the sentence that it really doesn't mind what other people say about me what really matters is what i say to myself because people will talk we, we will have these three groups of people everywhere we will have the followers who will always say hey you are so awesome I love everything what you do. Mm -hmm. We have people who say, who what? <laughs> I don't know her or him. Um, anyone up for, uh, I don't know, chips? <laughs> 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 and then there are the people who will say, oh, how can you? What's that? This is complete bullshit. How dare you? So, and then um, what do we connect to? What do we want to connect to? I mean, if we connect to ourselves, it doesn't make a difference if someone is our follower or if someone is our hater, because we are not living our life to um, show someone else that we are living the life in the right way in his concepts, in alignment with his rules. We are living our life to live our inner truth. And this is what brings us the fulfillment. Very beautifully said, yes. Yeah, to 
No, I, it goes back that we're not alone, that there's always someone who supports me, you, us, right? It can be a human being, can be nature, it can be an animal, uh, light beings, right? The energy is out there. Here, this is podcast about oneness. We are connected, we sense each other, and there is support. And often other people may not be in the same rhythm. Yeah, it's sometimes beautiful to see it this way, I think, as well. They have a different agenda at the moment. And uh, maybe it's up in a few years, the topic we speak about, or they, they pass it already. Yeah, so they, they observe us, they nod, or they go on. And um, so we don't have to worry about the others and how they think about us because when we see others living their life in what and they do what they need to do then it gives us more freedom to live what we desire to create and also to express what you want to create i've learned that in my life uh, selma sona is when i share it especially also it's important with our children with our partner even our parents um, that we explain maybe what we've learned from them or maybe we, we noticed what they thought of us, but that it is not fitting that we are a little different because they don't know. They really often just want to go in communication and learn about us and to have the freedom again to speak out what we desire to, to share it, going back to the children, right? I remember when I started my radio show, I had to include my son. So I asked him if, uh, you know, how often I should do it in a month, once, two times or four times. And he said four times. So I could have more influence on the world in his views. More people would be my fans. He said that he was eight at that time. But that gave him also um, a security that I, he was included in my life that's a good example and also because he had to be quiet at that time in the evenings when I went on the went on the radio show and he was for seven years so he noticed what is important for me right and then I am also there for him when he shares what's important for for him and I take it also serious, independent of what age he is. Now he's 16, tall man, totally different story. But what I was for him and how I shared my view and my ideas with him and my visions, that's also important. He was able to open up and also in a way live his vision, right? Because we gave the respect of what is needed to be done. And I could also support him then, even though it's totally different of what I have to do. And then in a whole family rhythm becomes a different, or if you have a larger community or want to include yourself in a community, it creates a rhythm that lies above each other. So it was interesting. I spoke yesterday with someone about nutrition even there to have the freedom in our family, we eat three different ways. <laughs> Sometimes there's an overlap and then we all three eat uh, together. 
or the same thing, but it's not always uh, that way. Maybe we eat together and each person eats something different to keep um, open so that everyone can reflect on what does my body need in this moment and that we're open that maybe part of this nutrition, yeah, my, my partner or my child or my mother needs, but the other things they don't need. And this is a, a beautiful way also to practice. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit more work included if you're thinking that as a mother. Um, but it balances out because sometimes they do some things that um, nourishes me or is provided for me. And that opens up a huge field of openness. Yeah, where you can take it even on to a new level. And also something else that I see, want to know? Sure, please. In my world, unconditional self-love is not selfish, but it's an act of unconditional love. And in the moment when you and our kids, they see how we are living, not what we are talking, but how we are living. And we cannot wish that our kids live a life full of unconditional self-love and unconditional love when we ourselves do not live a life like that mm -hmm. so if we for example live a life of someone else because maybe as a mom i'm not supposed to make a radio show uh, once every week seven years long and my child has to be quiet or whatever so this is like a bad mom <laughs> for example but you are communicating with your son you're connecting with your son you're communicating with your son um you're finding this decision together and then he sees okay this is something that's important for my mom that is something that fulfills her this is something that has to do with her vision that is in alignment with her so this is also uh living her truth why she's here, like following her um, vision. So, and this is also self-love. So this is the gift of I matter, my mom's matter. As I see that my mom lives the life that she matters, she teaches me that I matter. Mm -hmm. That I do not, when I grow up, And I am a dad that I don't live my life because I think, oh, yes, I'm not allowed to do that because I should do that for my kids. And then I wonder why my kids are not living their life, but someone else's life, maybe my life, because I don't know, this is the family living in a tradition of being doctors since, I don't know, five generations. So then the kids have to do the same, whether they want or not, because it's the family tradition. You do so. That's how you do. <laughs> that's how you have to do. So, uh Also with the nutrition, it's the same. It shows that, okay, I matter, you matter. We don't have to be all the same. I just remember this one family I've met. Uh, mother, father, two or three kids. And we went to an Italian restaurant with a group. And they ordered four or five pizza margarita or four or five pizza fungi or whatever. But... <laughs> all, the same. all the same all the same the emails have been written with names of everyone I mean it was business emails so I mean 
Yes, I, I, yeah. So, and I think it's also offering us a lot of space to just acknowledge that as in Thailand, people say same, same, but different. We are same, same, but different. Yeah, we're the same and different. This is uh, another friend, uh, someone, so you just, uh, Angela, I remember. <laughs> the angel is staying today with us today. But <laughs> uh, we, we conversed that one day is, it's important that we feel the sameness, the, the bright, the sameness, but also in that sameness that we can be different. And that is very empowering, strengthening, It gives us courage uh, to do more and to test out our differences, uh, our uh, gifts, our traits, um, to look at our experiences uh, to help them maybe uh, transform them or use them to inspire others or support others. Yeah, but in to be in a field of being understood by others, I think that gives us so much more in a little bit of a safety or a comfort, uh, again, to try out a new step, a new thing again, right? We nudge ourselves then forward a little bit or maybe encouragement uh, by others so that this is um, really what also oneness means, right? That you are recognizing similarities or what another person goes through, what they're experiencing, but also that you have your own touch, you have it from a different way of a perception, because you have different traits, right? We're very similar in many, some ways, uh, Salma Sona, but then we're very different in other ways. But still, we can uh, converse with each other and uh, pull out and learn from each other and inspire each other and that is what makes life I think so juicy yes I totally agree and also what you mentioned with the courage so when we're talking about how to live our inner truth why don't we do it it's because we are afraid Mm -hmm. um, there's something between us and us there's something that blocks us our limitation our paradigm and uh, the fear so and the fear is coming from somewhere so we made some experiences we carry energy in us and we want to protect ourselves not to feel that energy that pain again so Uh, going through the fear is the gate where we have to go to mm -hmm. to enter the space of real inner freedom. And also this is a choice. And this takes courage. First, we need the courage. We make the decision. We open up. We show ourselves, ourselves vulnerable. Um, we do not pretend that I'm perfect, I'm, I don't know, only light or whatever. I mean, light and shadow is one. Light and darkness mm -hmm. belongs together. We cannot separate one from the other. And balance is not this. Balance is like in everyone's life, also in my life. So um, this is what I said, like, I also shout. It's not that I'm only singing the whole day. I also shout. 
<laughs> Going through that fear is the door we walk through to our inner freedom. What is a good point to get people through or, or uh, a little hint you can give people to walk through that gate or at least door or even open it, start opening it? We always pay a price. We pay a price for not going through that gate. Hmm. And we are paying a price going through that gate. But on the other side, once we have passed through that gate, it's a totally different reality. And we choose. Do I want to stay in the state of maybe fear or hate or anger, creating a life full of hate or fear or anger? Because what I have inside, I experience in the outside. So I will make more of these experiences where people show me hate and fear and bring me into situations and whatever. Or do I want to go through that gate with love, self-love, being seen, being heard, And yes, it may be challenging, especially when you have um, trauma. So then something is triggered and then there's the uh, emotion that does not feel good and that wants to protect and or whatever. So, and um, then I feel two steps are very helpful transforming what we have experienced, transforming this fear into trust and connecting with our future, with our vision. So going back to the past as long back as it requires to and as we're able to at that moment to go back, back, back and transform because energy does not get lost. It just changes this form so we have a lot of energy from our ancestors and then also to go to the future and then bring it together because also this is one is i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but it came a beautiful visual that may help it's like letting ourselves be pulled and pushed Yeah, so uh, trees going back to trees or boulders that what i've experienced they can pull us They pull us to become faster, to have a lighter gate as a gate, as walking gate. <laughs> And um, also to let the earth push us forward, right? Then walking becomes easier to become faster. And uh, I love that, that you say that the future can uh, pull us through, invite us through. And also that the past can push us forward and to see it this way so it is not even a momentum we have to do alone again but we can do it with everything existing so you can see it as a field of energy you can use the wind right sometimes if you open something like something and you feel the draw or then the wind comes and it pushes you And then you're right. That's how also realities are being uh, uh, created. So in that moment, we choose to create new uh, realities and to dissolve an old one. And, and you need some strength and uh, time to dissolve old realities. But you 
build at the same time then or right after that a new one uh, for you and that is beautiful and that is also getting used to doing it it becomes easier and easier with each time so start building small realities that are different and then a later uh, building old ones and uh, Selma Sona you pointed it out so often we are able to create what we desire and Yes, everyone, all of you, you are fantastic beings. Not one of us here on this earth is more or less than you. You have a certain thing to do and just start doing it. And if something is holding you back, look for uh, uh, support. So Selma, you're really good in um, moving people with a feeling of safety and comfort through gates uh, by uh, dissolving rather harsh things as well and then transforming them into a more beautiful life. How can people connect to you, Selma Zona? Uh, they can connect over my um, website, social media, and they can have a half an hour talk in the beginning of the process to find out if uh, it's a match. And I want to give one example, what you said about the pulling and the pushing. Very often, coaches come to me in their energetic transformation sessions, like they're so maybe overweight or everything is hurting and they 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 sit like this and the energy level is really really low so there's a lot of experience that has not been transformed so and um then when you transform this instead of that you feel like energy is holding you back is holding you small is pulling you down pulling you down you feel like hey I was able to let it go not to get rid of it but to let it go and the moment I accept it it's the moment where I let it go and um, then you feel the space very often first there's irritation feeling of emptiness because before everything was was um, packed I need to connect with my um... power <laughs> power cord everyone you have your power cords too connect yes so then it's when the battery is low exactly with like now here with my device when the battery is low this is for a reason so then they when you let it go then they make experience of emptiness sometimes they're also irritated because they're so used to this everything is a pattern even energy is a pattern and if you're used to the energy of you carry burdens your back is aching your head is aching you have to care for everyone and everything so this is having impact on you and then when you're getting free of it then you feel like kind of what's going on mm -hmm. irritation empty space and then you feel like oh there's this freedom this is the moment where you realize how much you have carried before because we are so used 
in that carrying and fighting and taking care of that we don't even realize it's our normal and then we realize once it's gone that feels totally different and then instead of getting pulled down or pulled back you get pushed up and pushed before then you feel all oh, this energy that is supporting you carrying you delivering you offering you like this what gives you this vibration this warmth this this lightness this joy this love and you feel so supported and then you look very different instead yeah. of like this you feel like this and, and 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 you have totally different appearance you have this glow instead of this being i don't know great Grayish. you're glowing so and then once you have done that work what holds you back you can travel into your future into your vision and then be the frequency because first we are it then we do it then we have it first we are it we are the energy, we feel the energy. So we travel to our vision, to our future. We connect with that frequency. We become this frequency. So it's not that we are traveling anymore. This is only for the beginning of the journey, but we are this energy, this frequency already. Then we do certain things in a different way than we did before. And then by this, we create our outer reality and we will see different things and different people and different places in our life. Beautifully summarized, beautifully summarized. And sometimes it goes really slow, sometimes very fast. Sometimes you have just a small environment you're changing with you. Sometimes there's a huge environment. Um, but changes come really quickly when we change and we're able to change and uh, be the vibration we desire in in seconds our body has an ability to even dissolve uh, wrinkles yeah. right really fast or seconds i'm as a physical channel i know how fast we can transform uh form so it's doable and uh, thank you, Salma Sona, for hinting out that it is uh, doable. We can do it. We can be our beautiful light. We can be who we are and who we want to be in the next moment. And then again in the next. And then again in the next. And then again in the next. Because what I've learned, uh, Salma Sona, so often, uh, when you start out on a journey of change, <laughs> We can't even fathom what comes. And most of the time it is beautiful. Yeah, and sometimes it's not, but then it turns also into something beautiful. So I have learned over and over and over. Maybe I'm a little bit of a stand-up doll, but it becomes larger and more beautiful and vaster and more glowing. So, you know, it's a little bit like a spiral. It you, you maybe go a little few steps back but you always go three four uh, forward maybe two or one back or a half a step but again you always go three forward and if i could give some everyone something along is don't hesitate and you know maybe it is a little bit uh wobbly at the beginning but then it flows and goes really uh, gentle and it you become 
like a breeze. And I sense that uh, Salmosona anyway for our whole uh, humanity that this is uh, happening, that we are now in this, you know, like that wagon that is stuck somewhere and you have to push it out. And to push it out, you have to pull it back to get more momentum and then push it out again, right? But suddenly it's, whoop, it's out of that hole, the, the, the wheel is free. And uh, that's where we're coming into. Uh, beautiful conversation, everyone. You have to look at the video and see her beautiful smile that she provides for you. It <laughs> touches also your heart. And uh, do reach out to Selma Sona uh, Gerstenberg on social media and wherever you can find out, go put some notes into um, the show notes. And also come to the Moving to Wonders Facebook group and you can meet her there as well. So thank you for listening. Salma, so that you have a last a beautiful word or sentence for... I have two sentences. The one okay. is connect to Mylene. She has a lot of wisdom to share. <laughs> And you can sense it from the way she was asking, sharing her presence in this interview. Thank you. Reach out to her. And what I want to share is also love yourself unconditionally. Mm. Yeah. And everyone feel her love that uh, Salma Sona it's already in your name, by the way, that you are sending out, radiating out this motherly love, this embrace of, you know, it feels like you you take a person in and they can just fall into you and they're held and they're comforted, they're embraced and they're nourished by the energy you provide to them. And you provided this to our show today. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And everyone, be who you are, independent of your differences, because they're your secret sauce. They're what makes you, you. So live your being and bring your gifts out into the world. Be encouraged to be more of who you are. Shine your light even brighter. And I thank you for watching and listening to the Moving to Oneness podcast. I'm Eileen, the best to all of you. Goodbye.